Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, guys? Happy Thursday to you. Man, so glad you're back here at The Point Podcast, and I'm so excited today. Man, if you normally skip through, listen to this episode. It's so good, so encouraging. And uh, today we're going to be going through the rest of Joel chapter 2, and uh, or almost the rest of it. And I want to do something. I wasn't planning on doing this, but I want to do it. Is I told y'all uh, when we talked about the minor prophets and what the prophets are mainly doing, they are mainly calling out... Um, basically, they're calling for the people to repent and turn back to God, right? So I told y'all this a couple episodes in Hosea and, and even a couple in, in Joel already. Is the minor prophets aren't really like the most fun read all the time? Like there's some chapters where you're like, holy crap, this is intense, right? Like that happens. I hope you don't mind that I said holy crap. At least I called it holy, right? But you read it and you're like, man, this is intense. Like this is nuts. But But in all of the minor prophets, hope is embedded in them. That, that it's never uh, this ultimate final word of destruction. There's always hope that God says, if you return, if you repent and you just confess your sin and turn back to me, when God answers his people, it's amazing. It's amazing. And so I read the end of Hosea where we basically just kind of read through it and talked to it. And and anytime we see this in the minor prophets, I want to just read it because, man, man, this is some of the most beautiful passages of scripture where, where God is responding to his people's repentance. God is responding to his people, man, asking them, asking God to forgive them of their sin. And, and so listen to what happens here, because in yesterday's episode, um, remember Joel calls the people to repent, it says, render your hearts, not your garments. Remember, God cares much more about what happens inwardly than what you're doing outwardly. So render your hearts, repent, and look at how God responds. This is so good. It says, then the Lord became jealous for his land and had pity on his people. I mean, that right there is crazy. I mean, these people have rebelled against him, sinned against him, worshiped other gods, just done everything wrong, and yet God still has pity on his people. I mean, if I'm God, I mean, I think about me and how many times I screw up and how many times I'm unfaithful. Like the fact that God still lets me be breathing is amazing. Like his His grace is undeniable in my life. And the fact that he has pity on his people here is incredible, but he does. And the Lord answered and said to his people, behold, I'm sending to you grain wine, oil, and you will be satisfied. God, God's saying, I, I parched your land with the locusts, but you've turned to me. I'm going to satisfy you again. He says, and I will make you a reproach and I will no more make you a reproach among the nations. I will remove the northerner far from you and drive him into a parched and desolate land, his vanguard into the eastern sea and his rear guard into the western sea. The stench and foul smell of him will rise for he has done great things. God's literally saying, your enemy, I'm about to spread them out, scatter them out and just destroy them. And I, and I love how God doesn't say, hey, here's how you fight against your enemy. God says, your enemies, I'm gonna take care of them for you. Amazing. He says, fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice for the Lord has done great things. I mean, think about that. They've been in sin and yet they're returning and they're not returning like wondering, oh my gosh, is God going to wipe us out? Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so fearful to return. They, they've turned from their sin. They turn back to God and God says, fear not. Fear not because I am going to do all of these things. Be glad and rejoice. He says, fear not, you beasts of the field. For the pastures of the wilderness are green and the tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and the vine give their full yield. Be glad, O children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. 
for he has given their early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you abundant rain, the early and latter rain as before. Man, in a, in a parched land, right? In a land that's been desolate without nothing, rain is the best thing for it. It, it satisfies it, it quenches its thirst, and God says, that's exactly what I'm going to do. So awesome. The threshing floor shall be full of grain. The vats shall overflow with wine and oil. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army, which I sent among you. So God's saying, look, I, I did judge you by sending locusts, but everything they took from you, I'm about to restore to you. God didn't take it to them from good, but God didn't take it from them for good. But when they turned to him, God says, I'm going to restore you. It says, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you, right? But well, God's dealt wondrously with them because he could have destroyed them because of their sin, but instead God is redeeming them, restoring them, satisfying them, giving them all they need. It's amazing. He says, and my people shall never again be put to shame. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and that there is no one else and my people shall never be put to shame again. Dude, that's awesome. Like, that's so good. And what's amazing is to think that God could destroy them. Like, that's what their sin deserves them. They've sinned. They've rebelled. They've done nothing but be unfaithful to God. But yet God says, if you just repent, rend your heart, not your garments, turn back to me with all you have. And God's going to restore them. He's going to redeem them. He's going to give them grain and wine and oil and satisfy them and meet every need. And their name will never be put to shame again. It's absolutely amazing. And students, I'll just tell you, because of the cross, the invitation is the same for you and the same for I. Is that today, if you're bound in sin, you're struggling with sin, you're struggling with rebellion towards God, man, turn towards God with all your heart. Turn back towards him. Place your faith and trust in him. Confess your sin and say, by God, by your grace, I'm gonna walk with you and the Lord will restore you, redeem you, satisfy you in a way that sin never can. What an awesome passage of scripture and I pray that encourages you today. The Lord is faithful and man, he is worthy to be praised. I love you. We'll see you tomorrow as we continue through Joel. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.